Hello, and welcome back to the Electric Punch Podcast. As always, I am your host. My friends call me Joe Logan. <laughs> and we are going to have an electrifying show for you tonight. Tonight, Ooh. I have the honor of welcoming on tonight's guest, Jaden Young and Cardall Hart. Hello. Woo-hoo. Thank you for having us again. Yes, yes, absolutely. You guys are known as Acrylic and Savage Habits, and you guys are also the one brother of full minds behind Crowd Control Entertainment, correct? Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. Yes. So I have obviously covered and had great episodes with you fine two gentlemen in the past, both as DJs and as music pro- and as concert promote producers and promote production company. Um So if you like the vibe, be sure to go back and check those episodes out. Um, so first off, thank you guys for taking the time to come on tonight. Um, it's always a blast talking to you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so yeah, much. It's man. always a blast hanging out with you, my man. <laughs> so today's topic is Topeka's Backyard Music Festival at Truck Eng. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Crickets. Woo! Uh, the event, as I, as I read, was being presented by 151 Entertainment and Deuce Alley Productions, as well as Crowd Control Production. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are the ones in charge of the EDM stage. Um, Blackyard Fest will have three stages, correct? A kind of yep. rock and roll type stage, a hip-hop stage, and EDM stage? Yep. Yes, yep. sir. Okay, and from what I read, the the live rock band stage will have 15 bands. The EDM party stage is supposed to have around 20 DJs, and the hip-hop stage is supposed to have 30, 30 MCs and DJs, I think I think we originally were supposed to have 20, and then we were like, fuck it, and now we have 34 DJs. 34, okay. We wanted to put everybody yeah. on, yeah. so. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So a lot of, lot of diversity in there, both in terms oh, yeah. of diversity on the EDM stage and diversity with all the genres of music out there in play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for everybody. So is there a little fear of the competition between the crowds and uh, that the crowds might not mesh? I know sometimes metalheads and rap people don't get along. I know EDM, everybody loves calling us EDM people, Wooks. The Wooks. How, how, how is handling and looking at an, an environment like that? You want to go first? Sure. I mean, I think last year it was kind of cool. I, I was wondering that too. And last year is pretty cool to mesh? see like just like any festival you kind of roam around in different stages by, by nature and it was fun seeing people that aren't into edm come to our stage and, and be like what the like, what's yeah. going on what over is, here what is yeah. going on but yeah it's it's pretty cool they have it set up to where the vendors and food are in different places so you you kind of just like breakaway need to walk around and check it out and explore yeah, yeah. exactly just like breakaway or other festivals you're just by nature you're going to be milling around and it kind of adds to it, I think. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I love going out and exploring and feeling like, oh wow, I just found a whole last stage. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, I think there's also like a main area where, like Jaden was saying, that they have the vendors and they bring out food trucks and they have the porta potties and stuff like that. So everyone kind of ventures. Like you got to go over there if you want some food at some point, you know. So our our stage, I think we're gonna be at the same uh, like exact stage placement that we had last mm-hmm. year. But if we're not, then uh, we'll be at a different one. But that we were kind of like separated from the main area kind of because we you know we wanted to go a little bit harder than everybody else but uh (laughs) you know the deal okay so usually i do a deep dive into everybody's background but since i've already had you guys on before why don't i just ask you this who are you and this could be you can take this anywhere you want to take it. You can take this metaphorical, where are we in the cosmic universe? We are but just a speck of dust in a vast ocean of nothingness. Or you can take it, well, this is what I do for a living. This is my business. Da, 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 da. 
Um, your boy. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think we're all just kinds of people getting by. I know that's like a pretty basic answer, but we're all like the times that we live in specifically, it's really hard to, you know, everyone's just existing. We're trying to all get our peace and, uh, keep progressing. But I mean, me, myself, uh, just DJ, um, like video games. I love just, I see, you I love Call getting, I yeah, see you your boy, your boy loves some cod, <laughs> but I love just, uh, like the most thing is just going out and just, uh, hearing di- about different people's lives and situations. And, uh, I think I'm a big, just people person in general and connecting with people, like somehow feeling that energy and stuff, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That was a great answer, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was, I, I was, I motioned to him to go first so I could, do some research in my head, but my I brain mean, wasn't loading up too fast, anyways. Yeah. For my <laughs> answer, the so. wheels still going a little yeah. bit. But yeah, I mean, just like everybody else, I'm person live here in Kansas City. Not yet, but hopefully soon. We're getting there. We're getting there. I've been hearing that for a couple years now. <laughs> I know he le- legit has been hearing that for a couple years. But I live yeah. in Lawrence because my girlfriend works in Topeka. Yeah, and I work in it's Kansas a good City. Middle ground, and it's not. It's not. It's definitely cheaper place. on rent too. Yeah, um, and definitely did not miss. Too hard on mar- mar- marinara. Yeah, they let they let Italians cook pizza out there. Shout out to marinara. Gang, gang. <laughs> I'm with the people. Okay, so um, let's talk about about how you've came, how you came to work with Back, Backyard Fest. How did you kind of get that opportunity and meet everybody and be, become involved with Backyard Fest in the first first place? This is your second year helping with them. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is second year. Um, Ron, who's who does uh, one fifty one, mm-hmm. I've worked with him for I want to say probably three or four years, probably doing. Mm-hmm. I actually started as a dj at hip-hop shows and that's okay. what he does primarily is um, provide sound and provide you know the dj for those type of shows so um i think it was yeah i want to say like around three years ago probably uh, i met him by uh both of us being on the same show so he kind of showed me the other side of being a dj which is like bringing speakers and setting it all up and like the more technical side yeah like he he was the first guy that showed me gain structure mm-hmm. and that was a big uh eye-opener you know so shout out to that dude and for uh people i guess like me i don't know what a gain structure is what a so if like i like to my nerd best, shit yeah my <laughs> best way to explain it is like people that used to have uh or maybe still have in your car you have like a cassette mm-hmm. adapter so you can play music yes through it. i love i love my old cassette player yeah so there's a sweet spot between your car's volume and mm-hmm. your phone's volume right Absolutely. so you have to like turn one down and turn the other one up um, that's how I explain that's it. Like, that's the only DJ skill I have is match, yeah. matching my volumes. Getting that, getting that <laughs> shit right on both levels. Yeah. So just basically making sure your signal's good before you make it loud. Because if you try to make a, a distorted signal loud, it's just going to be even worse. Absolutely. So uh, learning that kind of opened my eyes to how much I don't know. And every day I learn something more about the technical side of it. Absolutely. That guy's a super funny guy. If you ever get the chance oh to God. hang out with him, he's hilarious. Is the he also bro. all hype him up because I mean Jaden's still hyping him up, but he went on. Uh, I think he was he was on tour with like Little John running yep. his sound production. So well, he's got yeah. a lot of he's got a lot of cool stories with Little John that yep. he uh, told us that were really good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> one one I loved. Uh, I told I think the first one I told you. He was like, yeah, I met that motherfucker Little John, you know, and 
I saw him reading the newspaper, looking at the stocks. And, I, <laughs> and, and the, fun, the funniest thing is, he doesn't sound like that. He, he sounds like a, like a stand-up Wall Street type of dude. <laughs> a 35-year-old white man. Just adapts that personality yeah, when yeah. he's on the phone, adapts the rap personality yeah. when he needs yeah. to rap. Like, he's just got to, like, switching people. Yeah. Shout out Lil John. Shout out Lil John. Okay, so can you, obviously, you work with different stages, so it might be a little bit divided on how much you work with the other people, but can you tell me a bit, a bit about uh, the entire team of people that you work with? Yeah, so, like, for the festival? Yes, yes. Yeah, so... Um, basically it's 151 and Steve over at Deuce Alley. Those are the two main head honchos. They're the people that book the venue. They kind of organize what's going to go mm -hmm. on. Um, they get all the vendors together, all the, you know, all the logistics behind mm -hmm. it all. Um, so, I mean, that's probably the main part of the team. Um, then Shiloh, um, the name of his company is Escape Me. I'm so sorry, man. But he does security, mm -hmm. um, there. Um, he always does a really good job and that's basically that the outside part of the team um and then with us it's just people that basically volunteer to help us out absolutely um a lot of homies met a lot of good people through that yeah um i need to pull up my names list so i can give yeah. shout outs for sure <laughs> we, I, we also split up the task this year a little bit better than we did last year so i was doing more of the artists uh, side of things like on the on the actual fest i'll be like trying to get the artists in and make sure they're doing good and then beforehand i had to get all of them get all our mounts correct um like get our flyer and all that other stuff and then Jaden's mainly running the production this year for the fest so yeah, yeah it's, it's a, cool to split it like that it's a whole job just running and organizing people it's yeah it's a lot so yeah, shout absolutely, out to them. absolutely. Even trying to get these motherfuckers logos, man. Thirty-four <laughs> different DJs. Send your damn visuals to, in. Yeah, people. send your visuals in. You know who you I are. I got the list. I got the list of the weasels. <laughs> okay, so last year was your first year working the festival. Did they just not have an EDM stage before that, or did you kind of take that over? Yeah, they didn't have one before. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure what uh, made them decide to, other than just realizing it's a growing audience and they kind of want to see how if they could bring them out i just mm -hmm. think they also like being in the the that atmosphere like the hip-hop atmosphere isn't as connected to that genre so i bet he didn't really like know us as much like kind of us just yep. starting to do our edm thing got us connected and then he was like this is probably a good idea yeah too a little bit of both maybe i don't yeah, know 100 percent. yeah i think it's it's a he like knew us and then kind of just through social media probably seeing what the what we're doing and yeah trying to trying to merge it up which is good yeah. so running with the fe festival anytime for the first time is usually pretty difficult and a pretty hard undertaking not only that but i feel like you guys have both grown explosively in the last year how do you feel like your newly acquired skills and talent and hard work that you've learned is going to go into making this a better festival than it was last year you want to go sure okay i mean I there's two sides of it absolutely um last year we brought a good amount of sound a good amount of lights and all that stuff it was very bootstrapped i will say absolutely uh, like my brother-in-law shout out to him he he let me borrow a 40-foot trailer and that was our stage that we built on which was also the best stage like which, i know yeah. i know it was jerry-rigged but also it was yeah. pretty it was pretty damn cool it was like jerry-rigged sure. like awesomeness we still like made it happen i think our biggest problem last year was uh probably our generators and our porta potties we only had mm -hmm. one porta potty our stage <laughs> we had more at the main area so that was a huge 
you know, like if you had to go piss, you just have you to walk really in there to like two hundred feet or something. I, yeah. I remember that. You can still I get it done. The but walk of shame a little bit. That and then our generators. We only had. I think we had to by the second day. We were like, okay, we need to go get more generators. So we went and got one. We just had to kind of like power down specific items. But this year, we're bringing out the big hoss. Yeah. So I think yeah. those two were the biggest things. And then the location itself is kind of like really good for camping and like set up pretty correct. Anyways, it's kind of like dance us. Like it's a little bit more like um built for camping and built for if it's your first fest it's a little bit more tailored to that like it's not gonna you're not gonna be in like you know the yeah, desert yeah. or something we're not gonna be a burning man or something crazy you know yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely it's so. we kind of we set the bar fairly high last year compared to the other stages i want to say like yeah. they did an amazing job but just like edm in general like the stage has to look cool you know just oh, by absolutely na- just by nature the visuals are a big a huge part of the show i don't want to say half oh, yeah. but yeah. I, visuals are a huge part of the show yeah it's a it's a spectacle you gotta come yeah. see so and we got booger visuals this yeah. year which Shout is gonna be awesome this, so dude. he he's been working with uh he's been working at aura mm-hmm. to help lance with their visuals and so i think that's gonna be really cool having him on yep yeah we have a Board. good team yeah you're talking about team like we have um tyler on the visuals and then like i think just having him there is going to be insane like it, i mean if you go to aura on saturday that's who's him and lance are tag team in it so oh, yeah. running the lights and lasers we got the so, boys so yeah. are, will there be lasers there will be lasers there will be lasers there will be, there will be lasers yeah hell yeah good to, good to hear it none okay. of those little amazon lasers we're, we're <laughs> yeah. doing big. got the big dogs yeah Okay, so Backyard Fest is obviously a diverse festival catering to many genres of music lovers. What would you consider your target audience when you guys are trying to sell tickets to? I mean, I think, uh, honestly, everybody. Like, we, we tried <laughs> yeah. to pick up uh, every different genre. We got open format DJs, house DJs. We got experimental DJs, trap DJs, dubstep, obviously. Like, dubstep is probably, like, you know, I'd say, like, the bulk of it, probably, like, a little bit over 50 and then the Stay rest cool. of them kind of split up a little bit mm-hmm. for sure yeah if, i mean but if you, there's anything you'll love it like there'll yeah. be one artist you enjoy that weekend i can guarantee it yeah if you're remotely interested in it you're gonna find somebody that has a really good set that you really like absolutely yeah. absolutely so is there a little competition between the three stages to kind of who throws the biggest show and kind of who does the best i mean <laughs> I, I can't talk shit but i don't I think we're going to blow them out of the water. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's exactly competition. Yeah. I just think Jaden always, how he operates, he just wants to give the best kind of um, experience. Yeah. Like we want to give the best experience for people. Like we want to do the little things that make it better. And it doesn't, you know, if the other stages do awesome, cool. Like the whole fest should do awesome. But we always want to go over and above, even like if we're getting paid X amount and it's not really worth it to, for us to do stuff. Jaden always wants to go out of his way and do that just for everybody else. Even Absolutely. if it doesn't reflect our paycheck or take, anything. You got to take pride in giving the best experience possible. Yeah, I find yeah. that admirable. I feel like in today's day day and age, people like to skimp giving the best, safest opportunity. Yeah. And you can tell that some festivals are going, going downhill because of it. So to see yeah. a more small local festival taking pride in all of that is, is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like we're trying to – I'm always trying to get – like do as much as we can for as little as possible because like we're not rich so yeah but we like cool shit and cool shit is expensive so if we have any connections at all to mm-hmm. get it done like I'll, I'll definitely see if i can make it happen absolutely absolutely 
Um, so how many people do you kind of expect to attend Backyard Fest? And do you think it's going to grow from last year? I think and, it's definitely going to grow. And oh, how, I, oh, and how yeah. much people are you think are going to be there for just the EDM stage? You want your estimate that I'll give mine? I'm going to... 15, you do at the 15 same time. million. Yeah. <laughs> same time. Three, two, two one, two hundred. I, I was like, oh, man's froze. Well, I'm saying 200. I'm going to say that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think, well, with 34 DJs, we're also, we're already giving them like a plus one for each person. So that alone is going to help out 68 people. 68 people. Yeah. And then with, you know, like, I think we'll have, you know, that just in general. And then if they invite, you know, literally like three people each. Yep. It'd be, you I know. Think, I think I convinced three, four people to go. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I got it. I got it. Like, I wouldn't be, yeah. like, I'll say a range, like, the minimum people, I think, would be, like, 150. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, legit, if, like, three to 400 people yeah. showed up. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. I definitely think it's going to be an of-the-weekend thing when it comes and then everyone's, like, all of a sudden, that's the thing that's being promoted. Like, I think people are going to be a little bit last minute about it. Or even the first night, if we start sending out videos and people are like, oh, fuck, like, why am I sitting in my house doing nothing when there's this awesome fest that's, like, 20 bucks an hour away or whatever, Absolutely. you know? Yep. Like, for a day pass. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not, I've never really asked a question like this before because I don't like asking about people's money. I feel like it's rude. So if you don't want to answer it, I completely understand. But how much of a financial investment is it to start or help out with a music festival like this? Uh, I'd say pretty significant. Um, that kind of goes back to like, you can kind of do... You can make you can do the bare minimum if yeah, you want. But. You can you can do a festival at basically any price point, and that's how good I or bad have, I it'll be. I've definitely been to some look fest before. Yeah, <laughs> like you can go from just setting up a few speakers to like full truss, like LED wall, like the whole nine yards. There's, I mean, I don't even know the numbers on a big festival, but like millions and millions of dollars you could spend on one stage. Obviously, we're no nowhere near that, but I'd say it's. For me, at least, I'd rather spend money on it and break even and have it really cool versus have it mediocre and then make money Absolutely. on it. You know? Absolutely. You're doing it for the passion and for the love of it, not for the money at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, and I don't want to sit there for two days to listen to some mediocre speakers. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Like, anyway. I think we'll always have good sound systems, at least, yep. around. That's like the bare minimum. Like, at we least spend the, some money on your fucking sound. Yeah. And the good dubs. Speaking of... Jaden has access to the same speakers that they get for the Chiefs games. So we're going to have, and I don't know if anybody went to Bomber, but we're going to have the same sound system, which literally like rattled the ceiling and made paint like fall off. Yeah. And we have that doubled this year. Oh, hell so yeah, yeah this yeah. is a, I'll overhype cool. it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a big system. Um, shout out to icon entertainment, Ray over there. Yeah. I work for him and he's letting me use them for the weekend. And they're not cheap. Like one of these sub boxes is like seven thousand, and oh, we're bringing God. four of them. Hell yeah! So it's it's gonna slap for sure. It's gonna slap. Might overpower the other sure. stages. If we're talking I, about yeah. overpowering <laughs> the other stages, that's what we're gonna overpower them with. Hey, if you gotta, you gotta. Yeah. Still have not figured out how we're gonna get around that problem. Yeah. As far as like not overpowering the other yeah. stages, having the stage bleed, but we'll figure it out. It'll figure be worth it out. It. We'll get it. We'll get it figured. Hell yeah. If anything, if you're at the ADM stage, then there won't be stage bleed because yeah. you'll just be able to hear our stage. <laughs> yeah, like Cardell said, for reference, we use them at, um, we actually just used them last weekend at the Chiefs 5K on the field. And we just used 
two of these just just half just only half 50% of the system power. And, and the whole stadium was rumbling so we're going to bring four of them and we should be that sitting brings, pretty that good that brings a tear joy to my eye i can't mm-hmm. i cannot wait people always talk about that sound in specific locations too mm-hmm. at the truman but i went to the truman and it sounded completely fucking fine so i don't know what everybody was talking about but we're bringing some cool sound yeah. and if you respect sound then yeah you're gonna have a fucking blast Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. For so for some people, this is their first opportunity to attend a music festival. What advice would you give them to be prepared and maybe even help deal with like anxiety and learning how to camp at a music festival for for the first time and stuff like that? Questions. That's a really good one. Drink think, water. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. Uh, I would definitely things that people forget are like sunscreen, a lot of water. Uh, I think Rave Aid is a huge one that I like recommend to everybody if you're going to be raving and doing that kind of stuff it's like a liquid iv type thing yeah pretty much it is for like for actually for drugs i'm not saying everyone's going to be doing (laughs) drugs but that's just what it is and super uh, pedial it helps yeah it pretty much helps like your htp levels if you have any like kind of jaw clenching and then it helps just keep your energy up all in all because mm-hmm. it's hard like if you're out there standing and dancing for however long like we'll have the stage the stage will be open like we might go after or whatever do like afters or something but the stage will be open from 12 p.m to 3 a.m so it's gonna be you know people are gonna have to pick their time and take their time and pace yourself pace your fucking self two days 15 hours each day pace yourself yeah, yeah. If, you, if you start out hard the first day then your second day is going to be kind of yeah. a uphill battle and then it'll all be over (laughs) i think just making sure also just to bring like your tent all your camera necessities a couple pairs of outfits and like i'd always bring an extra pair because if you need extra socks or may in the midwest so yeah Yeah. i would like to chat absolutely say even though it should be hot fucking kansas weather switches and it rains bring bring clothes for everything yes okay so if you could describe backyard fest in one sentence what would it be I'm gonna go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would just say the best bang for your buck. Best bang for that your was buck. A really good one, damn. Yeah. But I mean, just in general, that's just how it is. Like it, the entire fest. If you were to buy the entire weekend ticket and then also buy your um, camping pass, it's fifty bucks. And if anybody knows fest, like for thirty-four nice. DJs, like I know people will be like they're local or whatever. But in general, there's a lot of really good people on that lineup that we spent Absolutely. like we even spent a little bit of extra money just to get like people like Alfredo, people like Ashton, people like Mike Ho. Like we spent Subsick. Like there's people that are higher up on the tier point that we spent for this year. I, I've had Myco, Subsick, uh, Human Penguin all on my Go podcast listen to the episodes. before. They're, yeah. they're all super solid people and they yeah. all do great music. So it really is a great opportunity for and great bang for your buck. Yeah. Yep. I think this is probably, yeah, like you said, $50. That's like parking at some events. At some events, like, yeah, for real. Not talking about dance fest, but yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shout out dance fest though. We do go every year. Fest. We do go every year. So <laughs> yeah. So how would you describe the overall vibe or atmosphere of the festival? I think I think it's amazing. I think by the end of the weekend, if you're there the whole weekend, you like 
it's it's small enough that you could make friends with everybody and a lot of the the djs are already friends so if they bring their friend then you end up meeting their friend and you might end up hotboxing a tent somewhere with a <laughs> homie or something i don't know but yeah. you end up just meeting a lot of people and i think it's an overall very friendly and good environment and safe too i think yeah. our security is very safe about people um you know they're not gonna let you go overboard but they're gonna let you still do your thing and not try and control you too much or absolutely very uh, laid back. Yeah, very super, laid back. Super laid back. It's like but safe. It's like a scaled down version of fest, like dance fest or yeah. others. That so it's small enough that you're never in a spot that's like really far away from your tent. So if you mm. are tired or if you're too messed you know, up, you, you can know, just go just and go crash. And lay down. Yeah, like you were saying about the anxiety, that'd be great. It's that close. Like especially that area. I think our camping area is next to our stage specifically. So. Hell yeah. and just walk a little bit but yeah on the anxiety thing i mean definitely just try and i would also bring earplugs or earmuffs or kind of something like that if you need a break from the music sometimes mm-hmm. earplugs will definitely be a helper or just stepping away from the stage and going and getting food or some kind of different space or your car even just yeah. go listen to some chill music yeah please, get a breather. Br- please bring your uh, yeah definitely ear bring earplugs absolutely don't be a dummy so with three different stages to blow you blow your ears and minds uh there's a huge diversity in music but besides music what else do we have to look forward to or there be food vendors will there be like arts and crafts vendors or there workshops and things like that to participate in yeah there's a ton of vendors i'm actually pulling up my laptop so i can see it while we're talking but absolutely absolutely ton of good vendors i'm not gonna lie I'm i'm a big fat boy i love food trucks i love uh arts and crafts crystals do you remember anything we ate last year specifically? Uh, the the New York guy. I f- I'm trying to think. Is it New York Philly or whatever that truck was? I think was? he had Philly cheesesteaks that were like Nuts. top notch. I kept going back to him a lot. I we love, kept going I back to the same guy. I love me a good Philly. I love me a good Philly. Go experience everything. But if there's a guy with some fire-ass Philly, keep going to that guy. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> he's, he's like literally from New York. So. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no way. Oh, it's good. That guy's funny. And yeah. he's like, I asked him, what should I get? He's like, I can't do a New York accent. But he's like, yo, I got this sandwich. It's off the chain, man. <laughs> I'm like, it's been a while since I heard off the chain. So I have yeah. to have it. Got to have it. Where we go to at, da- at Dance Fest, they had like a Euro place. Oh. And then, oh my God, I got, I kept getting lamb Euros like every night. We, we spent so much money at the fucking store to get us like a good amount. And then every day you'd catch me at that. That lamb euro station. Oh, yeah. We always you know. default to the normie food, like, yeah, second yeah. day in. <laughs> once you get lazy, once it's like, okay, I only got so much energy left. Like nothing in the cooler is looking I good. think it was every morning, like, you wouldn't want to go out there in the morning too much. So, I think we always, we were eating our breakfast pretty much, like, every morning, yeah. I'd say. And then when it just was, like, nighttime, it was just a lot to make that trip back. I would make it for alcohol, though, but for food, <laughs> not enough. Mood. Mood. Yeah. When it's midnight, I'm drunk. I don't want food. I yeah. Fucking buzzkill hill. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find it. Okay. But. Okay. Um, but a ton of vendors. I think there, there'll be people selling clothing. There'll be people selling just different items, different things like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Backyard Fest is obviously a camping festival. What can we ca- expect from camping? What does that look like? Is there car? Is it car camping? Is it just camping camping? Um, it's very free for all. Like, you can camp in your car if you want. You can literally camp next to your car if you want. I think 
I think Ron was saying this year because we're expecting more people though that they we are gonna have like a specific parking oh, that's section. Right. That's right. This year, last year, it was like just pull up your car, but that also that specific spot that people were c- pulling their car up in. Sometimes we got people stuck in the mud. Oh, Jaden yeah. got them out. We didn't leave anybody in the mud, but um, that was definitely a thing. But this time, I think you're gonna be parking in a specific area and then walking your tent. But it's probably only like couple hundred like it's all really it's basically like just set up on a farm so you're not going you're not gonna be walking like hauling a bunch of shit like you would like dance fest or anything like that it's not as far yeah bring that wagon if you got it definitely bring that wagon but it's not gonna be bad or if you need to borrow a wagon i think we'll have a couple there as well bring that shit back back. (laughs) (laughs) so what are some uh essentials to success for camping at a at a at your or a festival and what do you think are some things that people should probably leave at home either because they're not allowed to bring it or because it's too much of a hassle don't bring, don't bring any weapons. Literally about to say that, yeah. <laughs> don't bring any fucking weapons. Leave your shit at home. Um, uh, I don't know. Just n- know how to set up a tent. Um, you'll be all right. <laughs> or know how to pay someone. Also, I would look into a lot of people have those little locks. They're kind of like a... Um, it's actually like a wire that you can lock. So you can lock up your tent. Like it's not... Yeah, okay. It just... I don't think any... I don't know anybody's going to like stab into a tent. But I definitely think people... I don't know. Just be safe, because the bigger and bigger fests get, the more it is just like, you know, there's going to be somebody that's trying to ruin the party, so yeah. uh, be safe no, with your yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, sunscreen, bring allergy meds, like if you need those, definitely Bun bring spray. water or money for water. I just have extra cash, bring extra cash, like something could come up, maybe there's somebody that's got merch there, something that you're going to want to buy. But there, you know. Yeah definitely bring cash i think a lot of vendors do have digital payment but some of them definitely don't so okay if you find the that that really cool plushie or something and you really want it don't gotta be prepared definitely the extra stuff that i think we bring is like a trash can uh so you can keep your trash in there and then you can just bag up your bag put it in the trash that we'll have like out there there'll be specific bins put your trash in there um i like an air mattress i think air mattresses are great Okay, so what's the what's the deal with fire? I know last year there were like kind of fire pits all over. I don't still don't know if those were just people setting up fire pits or what. We oh we did set those up last year just for extra heat at that time specifically. I think we'll have uh fire people like twirling fire, but I don't think we're gonna have fire pits this year. We are planning on having some kind of shade available for people just to help out with that because I think that'll be our dilemma this year. Yeah, if you uh, if you saw. Speaking of dance fest, yeah. if you saw our campsite last year, we had like this canopy thing over it, and I think we're going to do something similar to that on a larger scale. So something that looks cool but also can function protect well. us. Kind of canopy bit. to give you a little yeah. bit of shade. Yeah. Oh yeah. We also won best campsite last year. Yeah, I just got slide. It was the there. world's smallest trophy. It was about an, <laughs> an inch and a half big that they gave us. So good. Okay. Super solid. So I said a little bit earlier, but I'd again like to remind my audience that Backyard Fest will be at the end of May. So while it could be, while it's not peak summer, it'll more than likely be hot. Drink water, wear earbuds, stay hydrated, have a wonderful time. We also live in the Midwest, so change. So weather can change quicker than my emotions. Pack accordingly. Yeah, it could be 90 can. and sunny one minute and 54 and snowing fire the next. Yeah. Pack appropriately for all weather. I definitely bring a rain jacket, even if it says there's no prediction or anything like that yep just bring one yep i'm gonna try to set it up to where if we do get rain that we can actually cool. function a little bit yeah. like 
I know Ray, uh, Ray, if you're listening, we will protect your speakers at all yeah. costs. <laughs> We're going to try to keep them bumping. If a lot can. of saran wrap. Yeah. <laughs> okay so you guys are in charge of the edm stage which you said had 36 34 34, 34 DJs. djs um like give big shout out more than half of the djs have been on my pat podcast before hey. i hope in the next year i'll have the majority of the other half. Yeah, the half so if you're interested in learning about pretty much any particular artist from the lineup Go, go, you can go through my podcast and figure out who they are. Go on spot on SoundCloud. I'm sure you can hear some of their wonderful music. It is absolutely easy to get a little bit of a preview of everybody who's playing. Absolutely. Also, come to the fest and go meet Logan. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're a DJ that wants to be on the pod, yeah. go meet him, go network. Absolutely, absolutely. That is the take best a, way take to get a beer on the bong podcast. with him. Yeah. <laughs> Offer me a beer or something like that. Yeah. Be like, hey. Want to be friends? Yeah. That's absolutely the way to my heart. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so first off, I'd like to thank you guys again for coming on my podcast. It's been about a year. I did go to the last one. It was 420 Fest last year, right? Yeah, yep. yep. Um, yep. It was one of my first podcast. It was right before I started starting out my podcast, and it was absolutely was an amazing time. It was a great place to meet people and make friends and get the opportunity to meet DJs and meet people to have on my podcast. So I really would say it is a fantastic place to go and network and, oh, yeah. and meet people. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think the vibe and energy is going to be on the stage each night? Do you kind of have it divided up this, of how, who you think is going to play what type of music? Or do you think it's going to be kind of all over the place both nights? Um, we, it's definitely going to be all over the place, but I did run the, I ran the kind of booking and putting it together. So I kind of tried to match the vibe of how it'd be. And then by like late night, we didn't want exactly like the craziest dubstep person closing out or something. It'd be more of like a chiller set Chill, to kind of calm yeah. you down and get you itching your feels and stuff like that but i i wanted to kind of pace it correctly for everybody and i think it we did pretty well yeah absolutely for sure yeah if you if you have like back-to-back sets of the same same genre or same energy level like some like that's kind of when people start moving around you know you might lose some people but i think if you kind of mix it up as if it were a, a dj set you know you don't play yeah. banger after banger after banger Gotta give people a breather. You gotta give them a little bit of a verse there. Here, I there. think we also uh, eat both days. We have a break period, so we give everybody like a forty-five minute period to go get your food, go reset, go do your thing, and then we'll start that back up again. And that time specifically, I think that that comes in. It gives everybody a break, and then you're ready to like rage again. Like I kind of set it up so you'd be ready to just go hard again with Absolutely. whoever's up get, right after that, that break. Either. Yeah. I hate when I have, feel like I have to stand stand up front for four hours not to lose my spot. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. now I just have to wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait again. Wait again. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, who are you guys personally looking forward to seeing play? And what are their kind of vibes? Ooh. I'm literally looking forward to everybody, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Human Penguin set's going to be fun. Whenever he does, when he did EDKC, it was cool just seeing him out of a normal nightclub and playing. Like I don't know if that's exactly what he wanted to play, but that was one of my favorite sets that I've seen from him, and I thought that was great. Yeah, that um, a beast. Everybody, I also just think, brings their shit out at a fest. It's like this, you know you're going to be playing for like 100 to 300 people or whatever. Like you gotta like bring your fucking A game, so everyone will be at their top level. I think yep. you know. 
Yeah, there's, there's a lot of names on there I'm excited about. Sonic Love Collective is going to be super cool. Yeah. Uh, we have them on Saturday, like really late, and then Ange afterwards. I think that's going to be really cool at nighttime just to close it out. Yep. But everybody on there, like, I mean, Mikey Cyrus, we got him coming in from Columbia, and he's kind of a bigger name out there, and he's played Dance Fest and a couple other uh, fests. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, I was going to say Sonic Love Collection or Collective. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty... Looking forward to seeing what they have for sure. Marma's coming down. If anybody knows Marma, he used to be called Junkie, but he's coming down all the way from Cali to uh, come play. So shout out Mason, we love yeah. you, dog. He was the first person I met him at my first EDM show that I played. It was a Halloween show, and he was wearing a hot dog, hot dog. outfit and uh, fucking legendary. I remember talking to him because I was right after he got done. So I walked up to him and I was like, "Dude, that that was an amazing set, man!" And I was like, "I was like, I was like, yeah, I hope you like my shit." And he's like, "We'll see, pretty much." He's like, "Well, we'll see if it's alright." <laughs> and then right after I got done, he ended up coming up to me and was like, "Oh my god, that was awesome!" So hot, it was really hot cool. Dog suit and all. Yeah, the hot dog suit and all. Hot dog approved. Yeah. Great guy, though. Great guy. Okay, hell yeah. So, are there any artists on the lineup that might not be so well-known and heard of as, say, the Human Penguin or Ashton Martin, and that or you think are going to pop out and do a killer job that probably don't have the recognition that they currently deserve? Blow it out the water. Yeah. Mm, that's a I think one. Blues Cruise, Blues Cruise yeah. uh, pretty much, we met him a year uh, a year ago. He came to Backyard Fest, and um, he was just kind of like, I think he asked Jaden, like, hey, man, I, I'm trying to get in the DJ game. Uh, you look like a good guy to meet. I'd love for you to, like, and he helped us out the whole fucking weekend. Like, if yeah. you want to talk about good people, Shout he was there helping us hang up lights. He was there. I, w I built a pinata, and... Uh, I had him, he went and got me condoms <laughs> for the pinata. So he does it all. Awesome guy. Nothing but great things to say about him. Uh, Mempo's been coming up as well, too. He's got a little bit more of like a Wakan kind of sound, like a little bit more of that kind of oh, like yeah. experimental uh, vibe. But his stuff's really good. Awesome guy. And also, he's um, he's really good at visuals as well. Yep. So, man of many talents. Yeah. Shout out to Hash Ketchum too. He's uh, yeah. he's played Dance Fest this year. He won the the Road Dance Fest stop, yeah. the first one. So. He beat your boys out. <laughs> he beat us. He beat us. We gotta give credit. Oh, Respect no. though, yeah, yeah. But I mean, anybody on that lineup? I think if you're there at noon, I don't think there's gonna be anybody that's um, you know, like I don't think there's one disappointing artist on the entire lineup. So definitely, absolutely. So from a more DJ perspective, how would you describe the entire build out, how everything's going to look and the size of everything? So that is something that honestly, like if I'm thinking about like getting ready for this fest, I probably spent the most time on mentally as far as like, what is this going to look like? We've been trying to do a 360 stage for a long time. Ooh. And I think this best is what we're going to be able to bring that out for so my idea is like you have a normal stage it's more or less rectangular mm -hmm. um a truss on there with lights and everything and then kind of a peninsula like you see uh, some like rolling loud or some bigger festivals that comes out and then a circle ring above that that is kind of placed where you're almost in the middle of the crowd mm -hmm. or the crowd can go around you quite a bit if yeah. that makes sense it depends kind of where they want to be but i think there'll be people on your left and right and then you know if you want to sit back farther and still see the visuals mm -hmm. they'll still be you know how long is the the like catwalk gonna be um it's whatever. not super far i'm gonna say like maybe 20 or 30 feet but 
I'd like to have it where we have a screen for visuals on the main part of the stage, mm -hmm. but then also in front of the DJ booth. So you can, if you're behind the DJ, technically, because it's a 360 stage, you can still kind of see some visuals. Or if you're in the very front of it, you can kind of get it. You still get some smaller things. Best of both worlds, sort yeah. of. So that's oh, yeah. that's our vision. Um, it always turns out a little bit differently mm -hmm. than what it looks like on paper, but it's going to be pretty cool, and we're going to be very close to a 360 stage, if not 360. Oh, yeah. 358 degrees. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, no, that's badass. Okay, so by the time this podcast airs, you it'll be about a week out. Is that about when you will be out there setting up, or when you do plan to go out there setting up, and what is that whole process going to look like? Yeah, so and I think... And then also, some festivals do volunteers then have people come out. Do you guys do anything like that? Yes, we've actually had a lot of people hit us up. Um, I think we'll have more than enough help. Mm -hmm. So we're going to actually get there on Thursday. Um, not everybody who's helping can get there on Thursday, obviously, but... Oh, excuse me. I, um, yeah, we have Comet, Comet Silva. She's also playing her, her first oh, fest. Hell yeah. yeah. She's been killing it. Yeah, she's going to come and help us out. And then we have Adam, uh, Adam the Creator, who's also playing. He's going to come help us out. Um, Blake Backwoods is going to come out. Uh, Joshua Unruh. Those are like my, my four four main people. And, you know, it's basically we get there on Thursday, get probably the canopy up first. And mm -hmm. the, the stage is already going to be there. The, the festival grounds are providing that, thankfully. Um, but then I'll bring the truss in on Thursday. I'm mm -hmm. going to try to pre-build it as much as possible so we don't have to put it together there. Um, and then on Friday morning or late Thursday, we'll, we'll bring, get the, the sound going. Get that out hell yeah. All the wiring, everything done. Everything kind of comes down, right? We always like, it's always kind of scary. And then right when the last second comes, we got everything there and ready to go. Yeah, oh, I understand that completely. Yeah. I always work down to the last minute myself. Yeah. A lot of people coming in there. Oh, are you ready? Or Dylan will be like, oh, are you ready to record? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me just keep putting, putting yeah. this in my script. <laughs> Literally. So I understand that completely. <clears throat> so uh, looking to the future, is you is your company working with Backyard Fest uh, pretty locked in? You're going to continue to do thing year, year after year? and uh how do you see backyard fest continuing to grow say five years in the future i mean it's hard to say i, I definitely think we'll be asked back for sure um to provide some stuff for them um at some point i'd like to do something in kansas city like mm -hmm. a one or two day fest something similar oh, to this yeah. so look for that in the near future i would say we're going to try to bring that because this this place is super cool, but if we did something that's more cityish, like Breakaway kind of is a little bit Absolutely more pop poppy, yeah, something that kind of expands the demographic that we can shout out Impact Fest. I mean, their yeah, their festival is going to be pretty much like that, literally. Super cool. Yeah, if you haven't seen that lineup, it's pretty it's pretty cool so far, and they just released Phase One, so I think Phase Two is gonna have some hitters on it Nutty. as well. Yeah, shout out to Impact, man, yeah. they be killing it. Yeah. Okay, so I am running a bit on questions. So, is there anything I haven't asked you guys that you think we should talk about that I haven't quite brought up? Let's see, let's see. 
Logan, what was something that you really liked last year? What's something that yeah, stood out? Dude, I love the freedom of it. I went there by myself. I didn't have anybody, so um, I did get a little drunk, but I made friends really easily. Um, I'm I'm personally a very socially anxious person. I do this podcast, and most yeah. people wouldn't think so, but I hate crowds of people. So I just yeah. went, and I just bought a, bought a case of water, and I was just walking around handing out waters to people, and it's like, hey, my name's Logan. I was trying, I was a bit trying to get my podcast out there, yeah. uh, trying to meet people so yeah i was handing out water bottles getting to know people and i absolutely did end up in tent smoking with people oh, um, yeah. i think it started raining one day and some people let me sit sit in the back of their vendor tent and just let me chill out stay out of the rain keep warm um it, yeah it was a really cool experience i feel like i really did make friends um i like that it wasn't a huge massive sprawling complex i feel like like you guys said earlier it was very easy for me to walk from walk walk to one place to the next place i wasn't I'm, I'm a bigger guy i'm not the most athletic yeah. guy i hate but don't any, be walking the, around all weekend the whole concept of buzzkill hill no i yeah. would rather cry <laughs> yeah. yeah well good good to hear good to hear man i think uh, we're just gonna try to upgrade that this year and make it just continue the energy and yeah. keep it keep it going you know absolutely hell yeah every, every year year after year is gonna get better every every year yeah crazy amount of homies though i think like i was saying by the end of the weekend you can you know it's a lot easier to make friends when everybody else there already knows each other yep absolutely you know, like safe with each other and we know like who people are and it's not just like unknown yeah that's how a big move big thing absolutely. like the, the, the amount of core people that we knew last year was like insane and this year it's gonna be even bigger because like some people that we met last year are playing this year and like in the whole year we've made so many friends and like cool experiences yeah experiences and like some of them we went to dance fest with and had that whole yeah. experience with so we're locked in good with a squad this absolutely. year absolutely yeah and i know you guys said you weren't too too knowledgeable but there will be flow arts and fire and aerial yeah, yeah. performances mm-hmm. and stuff like that just bringing them out yeah all yeah. the performers yeah all that shit's super welcome uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm super excited to it, and uh, I think probably just going to wrap it up then. Um, Backyard Fest cool. is what what day, boys? May 26th and 27th. Friday, 27th. May 26th. Saturday, May 27th. It is in to, uh, outside of Topeka, Kansas. Um, and you'll have pretty much like a decent amount of time on Sunday as well to leave. Like we're not, uh, it's pretty on your own time. Oh, yeah. Don't stay, you know, till like fucking 8 p.m. or something, but... <laughs> Yeah, get it's out easy. of there at like a decent time. It's Absolutely. easy to get in and out for sure. Um, you said that day tickets are 20 and then it's 30 for two day, yep. 50 to camp. 15. 15 to camp. Yeah. So 50 for everything. 50 if you were to buy everything. a two day, two day pass and a, a camping pass. Yep. Okay. And you can get, so how we have it is we have some tickets that we can sell and obviously you can get them online too. But any ticket sales that we have, that's going to go straight to like DJs paying all the artists, paying yeah. all the people that are helping us you know so we're not making any money on it let's just be clear but if you do buy them through us we'd super appreciate it and yeah. it's just gonna go right back to the people that are making the music so oh, yeah yeah um okay well sounds like we have a lot to look forward to backyard fest was it is one of my favorite festivals it really is it's close by um i personally don't i know it's in kansas but i don't worry about getting busted smoking or nothing like that um it's really good vibes and like like they said earlier it is the best bang for your buck if it's one of your first festivals and you're not ready to invest the three four hundred dollars to go to dance fest 
take go go to this one. It's fifty dollars. Obviously, it's not going to have quote unquote world class production value, but it's going to be it's I mean, going to be a fantastic job. It's going to have a, a fuck ton of options, and there's going to be music for everybody. Different different many different food choices, vendors. It's going to be a wonderful experience. Yep, sir. Absolutely. All right. And Thank then, you so much for having us, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's great, great to have you guys on. And if you want to give anybody shouts out or anything like that, shout out Ro Logan. Shout out Ro <laughs> Logan, the man himself. <laughs> all right. Uh, and with that, stay sexy, Kansas City. And hopefully, I'll see y'all in Topeka in, two, in, in, in a week. Woo! Woo-hoo. Let's go.